and welcome to episode number six of the number one live teacher-student podcast in the world, the Class Roads Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Matthew J. Canales. I am a high school English teacher out of Staten Island, New York, by way of East Brunswick, New Jersey, and I could not do this show without the man to now my left. I always say my right. A little switcheroo. A little switcheroo. He is... The reigning and defending New York City Metro's champion. He is the 2022 Ringmasters champion. He is the current holder of the Jimmy Fallon clock belt. He is the future 2024 Ringmasters champion. 18 and 4 amateur boxer. My former student, my current friend, Anthony Vincent Lietta. That was some entrance. Uh, well, entrance to this. <laughs> I fucked that up, but oh my god. Yep, it's okay. Uh, but uh, that was some introduction. That's uh, yeah. Trying to say that you like that. Yeah. Yep. We've got. Oh, it was almost so good. I messed up my words. I couldn't. I was speechless. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, I feel like we've gotten to the point where we no longer mess up inter- introductions. No, there is no such thing as a mess up anymore. And never, because it is the number one live teacher-student podcast. In the world. With no interruptions. No interruptions. None. None to speak of. None to talk about. Because guess what? We actually tried to record a part two of last week's episode. And guess what? We didn't have enough content for a part no. number two. Uh, it felt like we did, but it just wasn't going. It wasn't going. It just wasn't going to happen. So we'll, we'll save you the listen. <laughs> and guess what? Maybe other stories will come up about failure. Oh, maybe, yeah. And maybe down the road we'll do more. Yeah, they could be a part yeah. two down the road. Or just yeah. Uh, wasn't happening today. <laughs> yeah, we didn't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, no. Because even though it looks like it's a week later, it sounds like it's a week later, it's not. We're actually recording this episode 20 minutes after the previous episode number five. Yes. I mean, how do we know that? Well, we're wearing the same thing. But we're in different positions on camera here. If you're watching on mm-hmm. YouTube, I'm now, again, on your right, my left yeah. Doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> so today's topic is strictly about travel. Hey, all look. the places that uh, we visited, and um, just stories from those all, places. All of the places. Well, I don't know if we have time for all of them. <laughs> I don't know. I've been to, we've the been to ones. a lot of places. The good ones. Just the good stories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we'll give you our top five places okay. we've ever been. Yeah. And maybe we'll go in order. All right. Okay. Because sure. uh, I have my order. Do you have an order? Uh, if you could think of an order yeah, yeah, right off the top of your head. I have the five. Yeah, I can put it in order. I throw him curveballs every week on the podcast. Yeah, you, n- you never know what's coming with him. Two weeks ago, he had no idea he was going out to eat every condiment known to man. Oh, man. And dip Sour Patch Kids. Disgusting. Into said... I, I could... <laughs> Mystery bowl. I call, whatever, whatever that. Did, did you see what I called it online? No. What, I called it experimental sauce. Oh yeah, <laughs> that that was so gross. I I could think about the taste and throw up. <laughs> it's so gross. I know. Um. So follow us and build our subscriber account so we yeah. can do that again, yeah. uh, <laughs> or or never again. Yeah. But uh, you can find that in episode number four. I think we called it experimental sauce. Yes. And. I always throw them cur- curveballs. I didn't. We didn't plan this because, again, we're live. We're mm-hmm. in Technicolor. We're we have the lights on for this episode, even though <laughs> in the previous episode we didn't. Uh, we have new batteries in the machine here. <laughs> we're ready to go. We we're are, ready. We're, we're prepared. We're ready to go. We're we're more prepared than we've ever been. Oh, 100 percent in our lives. Yes, for anything. Anything. I've. Ever. 
I've ever ever. Oh no! <laughs> if my bosses are listening to this, I swear I prepare daily and nightly. I never stop preparing. I make lesson plans every day. I've made 180 days. I've been teaching for 10 years. That's 1,800 days that I've been teaching. I mean, I've taken some days off. Yeah. So okay, let's say 1,780 days I've been teaching. Go. Okay. And five classes a day. So 1,790 times five. This is so much math. It's way too much math. That's a lot of lessons. (laughs) Almost 10,000. I'm sure it's up there, yeah. It's close to it. It's close to it. Um, But this, this is what we're most (laughs) prepared for. for. (laughs) Okay. So travel. Oh, thank you, Matt Asmat, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should thank him every episode. Yeah. Because he did the intro, and he's going to come on the podcast next week. And shout out to his band. Shout out to his the band, the, Rose. the Bleeding Rose. I don't know if he's going to come on the podcast next week, but I'm going to try and get him on for next week. <laughs> what he has to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't asked him yet. He said he's willing. We haven't, right. we haven't thought of a date. Um, but travel. So, top five places we've ever traveled. And we'll start um, with number five, yeah, and then go down to number one. Um, five doesn't necessarily have to be the worst, but maybe f- five best trips that we've ever been on. Yeah. Five um, best places. So, five best travel stories that we have. Um, my my fifth, if you will, is um, definitely. I, I don't want to see. Vegas is number one. Everybody knows Vegas is number one. But my fifth favorite travel story is also Las Vegas. Vegas. Because my first time that I was ever in Las Vegas, there's two different Vegases that I went to. Oh, yeah? I went, yes. Because one was when I was younger and one was when I was uh, now. (laughs) The person that I am now. Um and let's just say the first time that I went there, I went with my grandparents, and <laughs> great time. Lucy and Jerry Casal, rest in peace. Great, great people. But it's about a hundred and I don't know ten degrees in Vegas, and my grandparents did not walk fast, and they were trying to walk from casino to casino. And let's just say that walking behind them in that sun was probably the most would you say burning experience <laughs> I mean I, I guess you can use that yeah uh, I felt like I was melting every time I went outside um, I was a young 21 years old um, great time by the way when we were inside um, but they got up for the early bird special they're oh, they're old yeah. people um, my grandfather almost fought somebody trying to put a sports book bet in yeah he took the Giants to win the Super Bowl and then some guy behind them goes there's no way that the Giants win the Super Bowl and my grandfather being a Giants fan. huge Giants fan hard heart. <laughs> hardcore Italian man, oh, man. World War 2 vet decided Jeez. that he was going to fight this guy he, he's not a young guy at the time he was 89 years old oh, and he decided to fight this fella on the line of the sports book at the uh, uh, not Mandalay Bay, right next to it, uh, the uh, South Point, not really right next to it, but close enough, uh, at South Point, and 
we had to break up my 89 year old grandfather fighting with this guy who's probably my age now, maybe a little bit older. And he wanted to take his head off. Um, so for me, that is my fifth favorite travel story. Did the Giants win the Super Bowl? The Giants did not win the Super Bowl. Did they come close? Uh, in 2013? I don't think so. But they had won the year before. Yeah, right. So whatever that year was, it was like the year after the Giants won the Super Bowl. So, yeah, my fifth favorite downfall. My fifth favorite travel story is my grandfather almost getting into a fight in Las Vegas when I was 21 in a very, very different Las Vegas from what I currently visit these days. Um, What is your fifth favorite travel story? All right, so number five is about mm, I I I don't know eight years ago, young. And we went to Montreal, and we're in this. We're in these. Um, My Montreal. fourth travel story is Montreal. Is it? I'm not joking. <laughs> oh God, we we are too much alike. That's <laughs> scary. <clears throat> but um, yeah. So we're we are on a hockey tournament because I mean <laughs> that was the only reason I traveled back then besides vacation. I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, but. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, okay, those were basically vacations. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we you were with we, your... we didn't go for the hockey. Yeah, you were with you guys, and you were yeah, having a great time. F- best times of my life. Yeah. So we're in this restaurant, and um, shout out Jorella. <laughs> shout out Jorella. Yeah. Cooking with Jorella. Cooking with Jorella on Instagram. <laughs> Even I it's, saw it's it. It's funny that he has a cooking channel concerning this story. <laughs> oh, he, no. Big restaurant. Uh, no, not even a big restaurant. We take up most of it. Okay. And he allegedly starts this monster food fight, like something out of a movie. Why is it alleged? Oh, because he he denies it to say that he did not start this fight. <laughs> I was not at the table that the food fight. Started. Okay. I was with uh, me, Richie, and someone else that I I don't remember who was with, but yeah, we were at a different table. And he apparently started this big food fight, and this place was bad. Like, like kids were getting their food and didn't get a chance to take one bite. Vin picked up my friend Ethan. Shout out, Ethan. I like to shout out my guys. And Vin, his brother. Yeah. Who will maybe one day stand in if you're ever busy. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) But Ethan gets this, this burger, huge burger. Probably very excited to eat that burger. Yep. Full. Not one bite taken right off his plate and flung across the table to be splattered everywhere. And we destroyed the place. And then we left. (laughs) The parents were still in the restaurant and we all just walked back to the hotel. And we get a call from our parents and they're like... What did you guys do? And it's <laughs> don't tell. It's, don't tell. Well, hold on. I want to guess. Go ahead. So, did they give the parents a huge bill at the end? No. Oh no. They had to stay and clean it up. No, they didn't. Yes, the parents had to clean it up. Would have killed you. <laughs> so, we're in the hotel, uh, probably causing more destruction. And we're just gonna call. It's like, what did you guys do? This place is destroyed. Something I've ne- something like I've never seen. There's ketchup. There's fried. There was a broken plate. Like who was throwing a plate? <laughs> you guys were in. You guys are the definition of why some Canadians hate Americans. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. They hated us. But yeah, that's. 
That was you so were in funny. another country. And we were in so much trouble for our parents that they wanted to strangle us. There was almost no hockey game the next day? No, almost, yeah. We probably wouldn't have been able to field the team if our parents cut their hands on us. But yeah, the worst I've ever seen a place destroyed. Like really? A mess stuff oh on my the walls, God. on their pictures and stuff. Oh my God. So bad. Ketchup, mayo, everywhere. And drinks were thrown everywhere. Keep, like some of the kids were soaked from iced tea. And and Joe Rella. And apparently, people say that Joe Rella started this. He denies it. <laughs> and um, I guess who's to we'll say have to get the truth? One day the truth will come out. Can you call him right now? Do you? Okay. Yes, a hundred percent. We have to call him. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> if we don't call him, this would be a waste of a moment. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. Just put him into that uh, the head of the mic. If he doesn't pick up, this is going to be a waste of a bit. Joe Rella. How are you? I bet you not. You were not expecting a FaceTime call from me tonight. Uh, I was not. I actually, usually the only people that call me are either Prue or Nick. And and now the Classroads podcast. You are in my podcast right now. Uh, recording. We were talking oh, about no the, the time in Montreal where you allegedly started a food fight. I, I did not. <laughs> he denies it. You need to hear... Why you did not start this food fight? We want your Who started so- it. We want your side of the story. I was sitting there. Okay. Humans do. <laughs> and so I forgot what we got first. Okay. No, 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 no. The one thing I did, I as a joke threw one chicken bone, which did not, dude. How does that start? Chaos. Oh, one chicken bone started. One chicken bone. The one chicken bone led to. Destruction. No, 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 no. Because, dude, then it should have been ended. Now, I, people, the second they get their food, there's burgers flying across. <laughs> I was telling I, I, full I, burgers I, and I, drinks. But you guys had no right to blame. Because I left. You did leave I the left, table. I left the table. But before anything started. Because I left out of my safety. <laughs> you felt endangered? I, I did. <laughs> things were flying. Oh, man. All right, well. It sounds like you started this. It does. <laughs> A little like, bit. It sounds like you're the culprit. I, I don't see myself as the culprit here. But you just stated that you threw the first chicken bone. Yeah, right. <laughs> the chicken no. The chicken. Yes, bo- no. The details are in no, the chicken. No, wait, no, no, no. Mm. Somebody threw a salt packet first. Oh, a salt packet. Yeah, I'm but into a salt there's a difference between throwing a salt packet and a chicken bone. <laughs> you understand? He doesn't understand. <laughs> All right. Well. Oh, this is Canellis, by the way. We've met before. Yeah. You knew this. Well, it was nice to hear your side and hear how you felt about things. You Thank know, you for it, tuning in. It looks like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, well, someone gives you. Watch episode number six. You'll be on it. Yes. Wow, you guys are on six already? Yeah, yeah, we're moving. God bless. <laughs> you, All right, you, you too. That was yeah. really nice. Yeah. I always like a blessing. <laughs> All right, well, uh, thank you for the side of the story, and uh, <laughs> hopefully one day the truth will come out on who started the this. The truth just came out. <laughs> Uh, it did, but it didn't, I guess. <laughs> we will find out who threw that salt packet. <laughs> salt packets don't start food fights that you just described. Well, you know what You know what does? Chicken, chicken bones. bones. No, a chicken bone. Well, what's the difference? You're throwing something. You have to say you're throwing something. Sure. <laughs> One's a, a 
particle of <laughs> the sea with salt, and the other one is a a part of a living ad- a formerly living animal. <laughs> How was the chicken? I don't remember. Hang, anybody- hang, hang up on him. Hang up on him. Hang up on him. Hang, hang up on. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All man. right, we got our side of the story on that. What a character! I can't call any of my people because my phone is recording. I, that's uh, fair. So <laughs> I don't think anybody <laughs> I traveled to wants to know anything. Um, my fourth favorite travel story, though Montreal, of course. Montreal, <laughs> a very very different story. His story was a lot of fun. My story is I almost died in Montreal. <laughs> I almost died in three of these stories. By the way. I probably have more than five stories, but uh, this revolves around me, not my grandparents at this point. And uh, I went to Montreal for the, (laughs) if you listen to last week's episode about the stand-up comedy, I went up for the Montreal Comedy Fest in 2017 thinking, oh, maybe I'll get on an open mic. Guess who didn't do an open mic? Because let's face it, you should be better than I was. Me, I didn't. I went up to Montreal for almost no reason. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it, it was a great time. Um, I got to see Kevin Hart perform in this like small theater with Big J Okerson and all these uh, other great comedians at the time. Um, still great comedians. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I don't know what I ate, but it was something that did not. I don't know. I don't know if it was a parasite in my food or something happened. But I was in Montreal. I was in my hotel room. I actually splurged for a nice hotel. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe. Maybe I only have success if I'm in flea bag motels and travel lodges. <laughs> La Quinta Inns. <laughs> but I wake up and I'm so sick from the night before. It's not like I'm drinking, not like yeah. I'm doing anything. It was I literally went to the steakhouse the night before by myself, by the way. And um stranger in a strange land. And you know how in Montreal they don't speak English unless you speak yeah. English to them? Um that had already thrown me off in Montreal because I didn't. I never knew that you could just start speaking English to them, and they yeah, would just they, start. They would turn. And yeah, speak English. Uh huh. It was <laughs> so, that was one of the funniest things that happened in Montreal to me when I was there, <laughs> when they literally busted out English like it was nobody's business. They know <laughs> they spoke it regularly. Yeah, they do, and they do. Yeah, yeah. And I can only speak one language, and a little and Italian. Just fluent in both. What I said. And they were just fluent. Oh, oh the, I don't know. I always wonder what language they think in. Yeah. Right? Is it French or is it is it English? Anyway. Um but that threw me off or whatever. Um because funny story. It's like they're so sophisticated with their French mm-hmm. and then when they have to speak English, it's like, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um so I wake up and I'm so ill and my entire body literally I don't know if it was the worst case of food poisoning in my life. But I literally passed out in a Montreal hotel and fluids were coming out every orifice in my body (laughs) and I felt violently ill. But because I didn't know how to dial help in Montreal, (laughs) I didn't. And I somehow made my way down to the reception area. I asked for a Gatorade thinking I could power it through this. Guess yeah. who couldn't? And guess who passed out almost immediately after he got back to the hotel room? I'm going to assume you. Right. Another point for Anthony <laughs> Laeta. So If you're watching, I, try to keep track of my points. Yes. <laughs> and 
I tried to recover and I was in and out of consciousness and I was oh man not feeling well and I tried to take a shower and do you know how dangerous it is to take a shower when you're in and out of consciousness? Extremely dangerous. A hundred percent. So I take a knee in the shower and then I almost took a nap in the shower. And, oh, man. And thank God I got out. I like crawled out and it was probably the most ill I ever was. I don't know. I never went to a doctor about this. Yeah. <laughs> I never went to anybody about this. Um, but... I never even, I looked up some symptoms that could be like a million different things, but I think maybe it was a terrible case of food poisoning and I was just really dehydrated from literally everything. And I tried to drink the Gatorade and I wrapped myself, I was shivering, I was the coldest I ever was, um, went into bed and put myself on, under all of these covers. And the worst part of all of this I missed Howie Mandel live. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. That's all I wanted to see. That's the only bad part of that whole story, huh? <laughs> <laughs> almost dying, passing out in the shower, and maybe almost drowning myself. Yeah. Um, yes, the worst part was missing out on Howie Mandel. I paid a lot of money for those tickets. <laughs> that sucks. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Yep. Howie Mandel was then, fun story. It's on my personal Instagram page. You can go look. Um, you can only go look, and people who know me can go <laughs> yeah. look. Howie Mandel was on my elevator the very next day. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. <laughs> so I got to ride an elevator with Howie Mandel, and I didn't have the courage to talk to him about anything. I took yeah. a picture with him and said, hey, that's it. And then I snuck into, um, <laughs> because... He was on the elevator and he got off at some floor. I snuck into the, like this like comedians only party. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. So I don't know if one thing led to another. I don't know if me almost dying led to me having this off chance encounter with Howie Mandel. But That's pretty I weird. feel like I put two and two together. I, I feel like if did. I if I didn't have terrible food poisoning, if I didn't have to wrap myself in a blanket, pass out like two or three times. <laughs> Genuinely passed out two yeah. or three times. Like I don't recall like anything from that moment. I don't know. That's if- a scary thing, man. Passing out. That's yeah. I've, you- I've never. You've never passed out. No. Thank God, because it's it's scary because you're like fading in and out of consciousness and that's crazy yeah it was it was great knock on wood yeah uh that'll never happen to me again but i believe it was from food poisoning i believe it was from dehydration um from maybe what i ate the night before in the montreal um steakhouse but yes like maybe meet Howie Mandel. So your fourth story number four lake placid new york lake placid new york yep again for uh Another hockey tournament. I was going to guess that. Yeah. No points. Damn it. No points. <laughs> um, so we used to go probably the best tournament I've ever been on. Um, like fun wise, like the vibes and just everybody was just having a good time because we went, we were there for New Year's, New Year's Eve. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and we were there as a team because the tournament was until like January 2nd or whatever. Okay. So we all got to spend New Year's Eve and have the countdown together. So that was honestly the best tournament of my life. Everybody, big party in the, the conference rooms and the hotels or whatever. And what was also good about that, we were in a, almost a motel across the street, and it was only us. 
Oh, Nobody else. You guys took over the, the motel. The whole entire thing, like all of our all of our teams, and it's just the best time. Everybody was together. So, one of the funny moments from that actually is um, my brother's birthday is December thirty first, and we get this big cake for everyone. A lot of money spent on it. So you guys like cake? Yeah. I brought a Royal Rumble cake. And nobody ate it. I ate it. I had a piece. I know. And I appreciate you. I had a big piece, too. You did. And you probably were the only person that shouldn't have been eating the cake. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we get this big cake, like ginormous. And I got probably a lot of money spent on it. Oh, easily. Unless and, unless the Acme was closing, then you would get it for $7 like I did. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then, I mean, you probably see where this is going. I do. We, we get we get these, these onesies of our favorite team. Really weird. Our parents just... Brought them. How old were you? No, we were young. We were like oh. nine. Oh, okay, fair. Yeah, yeah. All no, right. no, this isn't like last year. <laughs> <laughs> right. That would be weird. You were wearing onesies yeah. and you were <laughs> but, 19 um, years yeah, old. Yeah, these big onesies. And um, <laughs> we get this this cake and, and Vin, you know, high birthday, whatever. And the parents were so mad the fact that we smashed this entire cake into Vin. <laughs> like completely picked up and smashed it right into him. And he was... Destroyed, yeah, like, with cake icing all over everywhere. Them. The onesie was ruined. Everything, <laughs> so that was a good. That was a good memory. They were and probably then, more upset at the onesie getting destroyed. Yeah, because it was probably expensive too. The onesie. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> and then because Vin could get cleaned. That oh one, yeah, that onesie is stained. Yeah, that onesie's ruined. I probably still have them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta get a picture of me in them today because <laughs> they probably fit today because they were ginormous back uh, then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Um, right? Um, and then later on in the night, parents were all drinking, having fun, so they're, they're all getting really drunk. Okay. Way too drunk. And um, James's dad, our coach Charlie, is a is a big dude. He's a hefty dude. And they're playing uh, beer pong. So we're, all the kids are watching because we're like, we're cool. We're hanging out with all the adults. Right. Like, you know? So we're just watching, hanging out. And this this big man gets a running start from across the conference center and dives over the table to slam dunk the beer pong ball. <laughs> and let me tell you, he didn't get off the ground. <laughs> he got one foot off the ground and he slammed to the table and barrel rolled completely off the table. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen James's dad. I have. Yeah. Imagine him barrel rolling over a table. No. <laughs> or don't. Yeah, but it's yeah. really funny. And there is a video of this. That we'll see on the Instagram. You, I will post it. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, 100%. Because it's hilarious. Oh, my Lord. But, yeah. It, and just that whole tournament in general was just it was just a good time. And we, awesome. came in, we came in third place, won bronze. Hey. And, you know. Hey, we're talking about failure episodes here. Yeah, uh, we won, we won uh, something. Uh, they won. They won. We, had a, we, were, we were podium. Podium. So, but, Bo- yeah, that whole tournament was bodium. a great time. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know what that means, but I don't either. I, I, I said it. Yeah, you did. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that, that's number four. That's number four up there for me. My four. favorite tournament ever, though. Nice. Tournament-wise, that's number one. Nice. For me. Yeah. Now, number three, it could be. I don't know. I, I feel like I have a tie. I, I don't know where I want to put my three, two, one. You tell me what's what story you want to hear. Do you want to hear the monk story? I don't know if that's number one. I think that it should be number one. I think so. Uh, no, that's, that's, there's nothing more <laughs> random and spontaneous. And there's nothing more like that story is going to make you think, what the hell? I was kidnapped, allegedly, <laughs> by a 
alleged monk in Jacksonville, Florida, about five, uh, not five years ago, uh, about two years ago. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll get to that story. That's momentarily. number one for sure. That has to be number one, right? Then there's the cruise that I went on to, um, doesn't matter, but I, cause I don't remember, uh, where we went <laughs> some private Island for Norwegian cruise lines. Um, again, doesn't matter, but we went jet skiing and it's a solid jet ski story. And then, um, oh, you know what? Fuck it. We'll do that story. Jet ski. We'll do the jet ski story. All right, number three. So, it's 2015. Oh, and then Nashville, I suppose. That was a funny uh, story, too. Um, so, Nashville. Uh, Nashville, as if I'm going to that story. <laughs> so, the year's 2015. Going on vacation with my friends at the time. And long story short... I was like the last person invited on the trip, so I wasn't. I was a little yeah. salty. I was a little like, "Why? Why'd you take so long to invite me for?" So I was mad going in, and so I knew that I was going to probably blow up on somebody eventually because I had a temper at the time. Um, if somebody did something that I didn't necessarily appreciate at the time, um, because uh, this guy that we went with was. At the time, not the, I was not the biggest fan of him, if you will, uh, to quote Dusty Rhodes, if you will. And um, we went jet skiing, and me being me, I raise my hand when the people who are running the jet ski tour say, has anybody jet skied before? Never in my life had I gone jet skiing. Have you ever been jet skiing? No, no. I have not. I want right. to. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I believe it, yeah. Yeah, if you're a beginner and say that you're a beginner. <laughs> but I said I've been jet skiing before. I said about five or six times I've been jet skiing. Again, not once. And they go, oh, so you're an experience, you're experienced. And I'm like, yes, sir. Yes, I am. And I go, you know what? Instead of five or six times, I've I've actually been jet skiing 10 or 11 times. And they're like, oh, you're really experienced. You're really experienced. And I'm like, really building yourself up. <laughs> instead of 10 or 11 times, I said, I've been jet skiing at least 20 times. Why did I say this? To be an idiot. <laughs> to be a total moron. So, guess what happens? They give me the most experienced jet ski oh, man. in the entire fleet. Guess who's never jet skied before? This guy, <laughs> as stated. And it goes faster than every jet ski. It's not controllable for a guy who's never been jet skiing before. So the jet ski's going, to me, 80 miles per hour. I don't know how fast it was really going, but it felt that I felt like I was going to fall off. I couldn't control it. I couldn't steer it. So my my ship, I'm going to call it a ship, my ship kept going out of control and I almost fell over and I almost fell into the water and I felt like somebody was going to hit me from behind. And so I had to go really slow. Otherwise, I would have had to go back to shore because the guys were obviously now calling my bluff Yeah, and were like, hey, you are you sure you've jet skied 20 times before? <laughs> I don't know why I took my word for it. I had originally said five or six, which was the initial lie. And yeah. then I said 10 or 11. And now I'm saying 20. All lies. <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't call me out on said lies. So we get off uh, the jet skis. I burned this hole into my hand from holding on so tight to the jet ski. You can't see it. It's like a scar on my hand now. But you can if you're yeah. close enough. So... Uh, I'm again dehydrated, and now I'm annoyed because I paid all this money thinking, 
how hard could it be to right. be a jet skier? <laughs> Can't be that hard. It looks like so much fun. You're riding over the waves like a like a moron. Like woo! I don't know. That's the sound that most people make. <laughs> I feel like boop boop boop. <laughs> uh, you just coughed over my. Oh, I apologize. My is. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we get back to shore, and then somebody takes it upon themselves to make fun of my jet skiing skills. Why did I take offense to these jet skiing skills? I was just looking for a reason to go off on somebody. So he goes off on, uh, he makes fun of me. He doesn't stop. So I go, you motherfucker. And that's how, those were the words I used. Those were the sounds that came out of my mouth. So I went off on him. And like a little, I took a water bottle that I should have drank because, again, I was dehydrated in the story, too. I threw a water bottle at him, and everything starts spilling. And he, like, pushes me up. And it's 2015. I was a different guy. Um, I don't stop. And I keep cursing at him. And I'm like, you and... And I start going after his girlfriend for no oh, reason. God. And I'm like, oh, no. And he got more and more angry and now they have to pull me apart so the fifth story was my grandfather getting pulled off of somebody uh the third story is me going off on somebody for making fun of my jet skiing skills because i was already annoyed because i was the last invited on this trip but had no influence on my jet skiing ability at all anyway yeah <laughs> that, that that's number that was number three yeah number three for me i gotta go with um J Peak, Vermont. Not a real place. What do you mean? I don't know. The anyway. The mountain was J Peak. He thinks it's J Peak, Vermont, but is this a recent story? Uh, Like, I mean. From last month? No, no, oh, no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. no, that's what I was asking. Oh, no, we went somewhere different. We went to Okemo Mountain. Oh, okay. But J Peak. Also not a real spot. All right. <laughs> but J Peak, Vermont, real spot. Was uh, if you had to guess for what? Bowling. <sighs> Close. No, no points. No point. A hockey tournament, of course. No way. Yeah. You mean to tell me? I'm telling you. Oh, hockey tournament. <laughs> you motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> Throw a water bottle at me. <laughs> oh God. I missed. You missed. <laughs> All right. So uh, this tournament. Was on a ski resort. <laughs> was on a ski resort. And this story isn't even so much me. <laughs> but uh, we had a... They had an indoor water park and uh, ski mountains, of course. And we're all on the... Uh, we never skied before, did anything. So we're all on the beginner mountains, the bunny hills. Yeah, that's that's a smart thing to do. Yeah, so when you yeah. haven't done something, usually you start yeah. at beginner level. Correct, yeah. Yeah. And so you knew that at 14? Yeah, Let's say it's 14? It, and not... Exactly 14, and, and actually. Not, and not 22? No. Hmm. Yeah. <sighs> so... But I was almost well, I was well, almost a teacher at that point, by the way. Well, think here about, you go. Think, think about that. Since I was 14, knew that probably the 22-year-old Charles, <laughs> James's brother, took your advice and went on a, I don't know if that's what they're really called, the Black Diamond, like the, the highest ski mountain. That sounds right. I feel like I know that. Uh, yeah, so if that's what it's called. But like that's the highest level and like the, the zigzags and all that. And um, he... He gets to the top of the mountain, okay, and uh, he's with three uh, guys 
who are experienced. Oh God, I know where this is going. Real experienced like skiers that go like well, every winter, oh, multiple boy. times. So they're they're getting it done. They're following behind him yeah. and stuff. So you know, make sure he's all right. He hits a patch of ice, and he flies down the mountain. Oh my God! Passes out on the mountain, and rolls hundreds of feet down this mountain, like completely. To, where we're all sitting down at the restaurant on the bottom. And you just see some and guy we rolling see, down? Well, no, we didn't see that. But we see someone getting carted off on a snowmobile, and we're laughing. <laughs> and we're like, geez, someone didn't know how to ski, and we're just like <laughs> laughing. Yeah. And then it's Charles. <laughs> and we're just like, oh, my God, no. It's no longer funny. Yeah, right. So, yeah, and then he just he gets transported or whatever, and he... Says he doesn't remember it. No, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, like you say, you pass out. You're unconscious. Yeah, right, yeah. He passed out yeah. while rolling down a mountain. And that's that's terrifying. It can't be fun. I know. I mean, uh, at least he didn't know it. <laughs> right. But yeah, and there was also a water park. And I don't... Indoor water park. Like, I don't know if it was just me, but it's very hard to breathe in there. I feel like it's very, like... I don't know, like claustrophobic maybe oh yeah like all like the chlorine and yeah, all yeah. The, the would you go to an indoor water park again uh, I don't know if I would not. I don't know if no. I would either because there's one like down in uh, South Jersey and it's like new and it's supposed to be like this innovative water park yeah. I'm like I don't think so like yeah. like it's it feels dirty too yeah well we actually had to take like time going leaving the water park to breathe because we couldn't breathe our chest was like oh tight yeah inside the place well, i'm guessing like all the smoke around yeah, here. yeah yeah and like it was just hot and yeah. like you felt like you were breathing out of a straw you were bothered in there yeah. yeah and it wasn't just me like everyone like a whole team so but it was a good time too you know yeah. those mem- yeah, that's a, memories yeah yeah that's a that's a pretty funny memory you know it's a solid memory thank god jones is okay but <laughs> right <laughs> Um, oh my or else God. it wouldn't be as good as a memory. But. <laughs> yeah, that story has a different ending. Yeah, if, if or sorry, that story has a different like delivery. Delivery. Yeah. If, yeah. If I uh, went south. Yep. But yeah, that's a pretty. That's a pretty. That's a good moment for me. That's that was that was good. Yeah. So this next story, I don't know if I'm going to look bad in this one, but I probably will. It's okay. I don't care. I don't care about this guy. I haven't spoken to him. In 10 years, probably even longer. So the year is 2013. We go on a road trip to Nashville to visit my friend Steve's uh, girlfriend at the time who was studying uh, to be, I don't know, something. I don't know why she went to Nashville, but she did. Um, call him Joe Relic. That was really funny. Just random. Just randomly. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <Just> quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to listen to the story. <laughs> so we're going to Nashville. We actually road tripped out there. So uh, my friend Steve was like, at the time, we're not friends anymore, but he was like, hey, uh, could we bring, um, I don't know if I should even name names in this. I'm not going to then. We Can we bring this other guy with us? I go, yeah, sure. I don't care. And like, even like, you know this, I, I don't care who comes, you know, whoever wants to come. Yeah. If there's room in the car. You're welcome. You're welcome to come. That's just my mentality. It's always been my MO. So he comes with us and nice guy. Not, not, no personal vendetta against them because um, no, I don't know why I said personal vendetta. Is, that's negative. But no personal uh, feeling towards him. He doesn't really talk in the car. He's kind of a quiet guy. 
No problem. So me and my friend Steve, it was like a three-guy road trip. Pretty fun, actually. We saw that Cracker Barrel like five or six times on the way. Got the same thing every time. <laughs> chicken fried chicken. Chicken fried chicken. Uh, we'll be there after you stop dieting. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. Anyway, so uh, the first night that we're there, it's all good. And uh, we stay at the dorms. Yeah, I know. I was just curious. Yeah. Uh, we stay at the dorms with uh, Steve's girlfriend and her roommates because we were in college at the time as well. I think we are 21 at the time. Right, we were 21 going to Nashville. So the next night they make us get a hotel, uh, me and this guy that um, Steve decided to bring. And he gets to stay at the dorm with his girlfriend mm-hmm. for obvious reasons, and we don't care about that. So I'm thinking, like, everything's going okay. Everything's going okay. So... We get to the hotel because, again, we were 21 and there might have been alcohol present. I don't know. Alleged. 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 <laughs> the name of the title. Uh, <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. That should have been our podcast. <laughs> yeah. That should have been what we called this. The Classroads Podcast, colon, allegedly. <laughs> but um, the next night, yeah, uh, the first night goes fine. We actually went to a water park that day, too, which is kind of funny. But... um. Uh, the next night we had like we went drinking a little bit and um this guy gets so drunk and his personality comes out oh, God. and this guy who had not been speaking for the past now day and a half that we've been in Nashville is so loud <laughs> such a loud drunk and i had I told you in, in a previous episode, teaching has given me patience. I did not have patience for this <laughs> fellow. Um, he pissed me off so much that I was like, is there any way we could stay in these dorms again and not have to get a hotel? They give us a no. I'm like, oh, okay. I got I to room with this guy now. And he's so loud. And we brought my mother's car. Mm-hmm. And he pissed himself oh in the God. car. And I'm like, no way you did that. Like, you don't realize that this is not even my car. And he doesn't ever respond. He's sloppy. He's doing whatever he has to do. Um, he's not even trying to sober up. Yeah. So I'm like, oh. And I'm like, I'm like, you're cleaning this. The, my friend Steve and his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You're cleaning this. I ain't touching this. There's no way. So they carry him into the hotel. I check in. And long story short, he's belligerently drunk in the hotel room breaking things oh my god it's on my card it's on my credit card i'm i'm 21 i don't have money to cover incidentals on we were in like a random travel lodge it wasn't like this meaty hotel so oh man this guy's knocking things over a lamp broke um he's taking out the drawers of the hotel and he's not putting him back he in. He was an animal. He was an animal. And I'm like, oh. So he gets ready for bed. And I'm like, this is such a... <clears throat> it felt like... You, ever, you know the story of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? Nope. Okay. It's when somebody changes their personality that much when shit like this happens. So um, he um, is not sobering up at all. And I'm getting like angry, angry. I'm not, I'm like, 
I'm not going to say his name, but let's say his name is Bill. <laughs> Screw you, Bill. <laughs> I'm like, Bill, come on, man. Come on. You got to time out. Just go to bed. Just go to bed, sleep. And I, my friend Steve is like, you can't let him go to bed like this. He is he pissed in his clothes. And I go, I don't care. Like, I'll deal with it in the morning. And he goes, okay. And then he gets up. He goes to the bathroom and gets changed. And this guy... I met him 24 hours prior. He comes out of the bathroom butt naked. <laughs> oh, no. And Steve's laughing. He thinks oh, this is the funniest God. thing in the world because he knows him. He's yeah. been friends with this guy for a long time. Me? I just met the guy. I don't want to see the guy naked. I'm sorry. It's, not, it's just I don't want to see the guy naked. So he comes out and then he lays on my bed <laughs> he just pissed himself so he's probably covered in like piss yeah and he, he like lays down and i lost it i lost my cool i would uh, any normal I, person would you would think <laughs> yeah. you would think i go to my friend steve i go <laughs> no words came out it was like i was demonically possessed <laughs> He's on my bed still. I take, you know how heavy those those um, hotel chairs are. Yeah, they're heavy. <laughs> it's like a couch. I take one of those couches and I hurl it at him as hard as I could. Oh my god! It missed him by this much, and I go, oh, and I'm like scramming like the Hulk right now, and I throw it at him. And this sound, makes me probably sound crazy, but I'm not. Yeah. This guy that I just met was belligerently drunk and is now taunting me naked on the bed. <laughs> Covered in piss. Covered in piss. Steve is just watching, not controlling the situation. His girlfriend is outside waiting in the car, by the way, to go home. Um, so, um, uh, I want to hit him. But, and again, I'm young at the time. This is 11 or 12 years ago. I'm planning to hit him after, like, they all leave and everybody goes to bed. Like, just to, like, I just want to hit him. <laughs> I just do. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I can't release this episode, I'm going to. So relax. <laughs> um, so Steve and his girlfriend leave, and I'm about to hit him. I'm about to hit, like, just one hit just for being who he is. And he was taunting me and all this stuff and breaking stuff and whatever. So before I hit him, I hear a knock on the door. And Steve goes, You're going to kill him, aren't you? <laughs> And I go, I just want to hit him once. And he goes, yeah, you can't do that. And I go, why? And he goes, because he's drunk. And I'm like, yeah, but he just, like, I'm, like, pointing at the broken stuff that he has. I'm pointing at the fact that he's he's now obviously on the covers and not sprawled naked on yeah. in, in the in the hotel room. He goes, please don't hit him. I'm like, he goes, he, he has, like, whatever. So... Uh, I don't know what he was implying. I don't know if he was implying that he's not a great drunk, but he obviously wasn't. Obviously wasn't, yeah. So he goes, do you want us to spend the night? <laughs> so him and his girlfriend actually slept on the floor of our hotel room oh, so I wouldn't man. hit this guy while he was sleeping. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and that story is also why I have an aversion to bananas. 
<laughs> for different reasons. All right. <laughs> for different reasons. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Something happened the next day. All right. Okay, hold on. Can I explain? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, please do. I have. To, I feel like I have to. No, you do. Okay. So the very next day, we went to a Hattie Beast chicken place, and we eat all this uh, hot chicken, and they made me... They tricked me. They pranked me yeah. as if I could take another prank. Uh, <laughs> like if you haven't been pranked enough that we get. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, even though that one wasn't a prank the night before. So it's the next day. Go to Hattie B's fried chicken. Um, they ordered the hottest sauce that you could get on it. Yeah. And let's just say that I knew it was the hottest sauce, but they were trying to convince me. No, that's mild, man. Because I could only do mild. I'm not a great spice guy. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. So, I, I, you know how you can just smell it and you just know? Yeah. I knew. It smells but I hot. Ate, I ate it anyway. And I'm like, oh, God, that was really bad and really spicy. And then I ate my own and they like told me it was like a prank. And then I ate my own. I ate like seven chicken fingers. And I'm like, at the time, I'm only 175 pounds. I was kind of yeah. light. And then uh, I ate all that. And then we went bike riding around Nashville as soon as we finished that. Oh, no. Yeah. So... We go back to the hotel and I'm nauseous from the bike riding and I had to throw up, but somebody's in the shower. Uh, it was, we were back in the dorms, by the way, yeah. we weren't in the hotel anymore because that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> so we get back to the dorms and somebody's in the shower and I had to throw up. So I throw up in a garbage can. So <laughs> I took the garbage can actually, and I put it in the middle of the living room and I threw up in front of everybody. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> College Canales was a different guy, <laughs> but I smelled a banana in the garbage. It had been there. They had not taken this garbage out probably for a good week. It was the rotting smell of a banana that forced me to throw up even more than I had. So, oh, no. Yeah. So to this day, I hate the smell of bananas. It's the worst. I'm very happy you explained that instead of just leaving it as that. that's why you don't even have Because... <laughs> I would have not went over well. No. I don't know how I'd explain that. Uh, hey, thank God you're here. Yeah. Because <laughs> if I was yeah. just telling that story. Oh, man. Uh, they would have looked at you like you're crazy. <laughs> like I did. Right. Yeah. All right. Number two for you. Number two. Um, oh, it was a great trip, by the way. <laughs> number two. I think number two that I'm going to have to go with... Um, I feel like my next two aren't really stories, more as, of just like as opposed to moments. Yeah, like moments. Okay. I think they're more of just like just the best times I've had. Nice. So I think the first nice. time was when I went to Disney. Okay. Uh, in Florida. Okay. Um, just just being just being out with the, my family. Everyone was there. My cousins and my aunt and uncle and everyone. Just just being out and uh, going to Disney for. Probably the first time I can remember because I went when I was little, mm -hmm. and I, I don't know if I remember much of it. But just Wait, how long ago was this? This is we haven't been since twenty eighteen. I want to say okay. So you were and old then, enough to oh yeah at that point. But I think before that was still a while since the last time we went. So I, I got to enjoy it and just you know, just going to all the parks, going to Universal because Universal is probably my one of my favorite parks, and um. Yeah, just, just the atmosphere. Much, fine, much more. fine. We'll go this summer. All right. Sounds fine. good to me. Yeah, I know. But uh, 
Yeah, not much of a memory or a moment. I'd rather. like to go. You know why? Because I'm not going to Disney in April. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Well, I finally get the Disney trip I was supposed to go on. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but, yeah, uh... It'd be fun. Yeah, just just that. And um, I think I should say my number one before the monk story. Okay, go ahead. The monk story should end this off. <laughs> okay. Because it's great. And my number one, which you were there for, Myrtle Beach. Hey. The best trip Woo. that I've been on, I this think. This past summer? Yeah. Yeah. In a long time, the best trip. Like, all the guys were there. Well, the main guys, anyway. <laughs> but, um... Just... Just the whole eight days or whatever. Yeah, that was a great time. Nonstop good times, like like going out on the on the boardwalk and the beach at night and the pool and just just the whole weekend having our our chop fests. Oh God! <laughs> after I forgot about that. So non wrestling fans or even wrestling fans, you know what a chop is when you you just smack someone across the chest as hard as you can with an open hand. We had like that. We had a uh, a tournament almost even. Uh, me and my brother went, and we chopped each other really hard, right? Like, no, like insanely like, hard. Insanely hard, right? And then you got to him and to Jesus, who even harder. Because <laughs> so the thing was, I don't even like we were just doing it because it was just it was just stupid. It was fun, so we were it like whatever. Late, it was late night. Yeah, it was late yeah. at night, and we were just sitting by the, the tables in the resort, hanging out. Yeah, and. Just a chop fest broke out, and Jesus gets these two weak chops off to start, and and then he gives him two, and Canales gives him two like hard good ones, yep, like on the button, perfect, and then the tide, the table just flips, and Jesus comes down and cracks you with a mean nasty chop, and then now you guys are having like the hardest chop fest I've seen, in, I even harder than some matches. I so the looks on their faces. <laughs> when we chopped each other. Oh my like, god. There's videos of it. When they were chopping each other, they were like, ah, yeah, get him, yeah. get him. Like, everyone was like, like having a good time. When me and him were chopping each other, there was a look of concern. It was concern. It was like, oh my god. <laughs> it was like, he hit him hard. It was like, I can't believe these guys are chopping each other this hard right now. Yeah. It was like the look of like, how are they taking it? I couldn't take the last one. Yeah, la- it, it got bad. We were the, like purple on the chest. Yeah, the last one was to... Yeah, I, my brother's chest the next day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just had the marks all over. Of your hand. Yeah, and, and even the parents were like, what the hell is wrong with you guys? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was just all around a feel-good trip. Your, your first your first trip with the guys. Yeah, yeah. That was a, think, yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what would have come before that. True. But yeah, um, that was a great time. That yeah. was hands down... I mean, I don't know. I I'm, none of these rank for top five, yeah. really, for the trips. Like maybe Vegas. I don't know. Um, but that was, uh, in terms of fun, that was had to be like top five. Yeah, you know, just that's probably the, that's of, probably the best trip. Yeah, for me. that was the most fun. Yeah, I if it was. If I was there as long as you guys, I think it would be number one for me too. Oh yeah, yeah, because you guys were there yeah, about three you, you days like, prior. Yeah, you know, like maybe five days. Out, you got yeah. like five days out of it, four or five days out of yeah, it. Yeah, I got like the week. So yeah, I got yeah, like yeah. Four. I think I, I came in Monday. Yeah, yeah, I Monday should, to Thursday. I wish I came in earlier because yeah. I was only there Monday. Well, you were in Vegas too. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, well, you're number one. My number one story, <laughs> not story, not yeah, trip, story. not trip. Because I kind of changed up the list a little bit. Was um, Jacksonville, Florida, 2020. I was going for UFC 273. It was going to be a great time. 
It was going to be another fun UFC excursion. I enjoy traveling for the UFC. And I booked my entire stay on Expedia.com. And guess who lost my reservation? I'm going to guess you. No. Expedia. Oh, oh, Expedia. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so Expedia. Minus a point. Yeah. Expedia lost my reservation. So I get to my hotel and they had accidentally booked my stay for, I think it was April, let's, let's say third, for April 3rd, 2023. <laughs> A year later, I checked my reservation. Mine said 2022. I'm like, where am I supposed to stay tonight? They're like, there's a hotel right across the street, sir. And I go, okay, no problem. So I go across the street. No vacancy. God damn it. (laughs) I call up other hotels. No vacancy anywhere in Jacksonville, Florida. It's two o'clock in the morning. (laughs) I can't find one spot to go. So I... Um, I asked this guy, he calls up 17 different hotels. I'm now on the phone with Expedia. They're apologizing profusely, but not willing to really do anything about it. They find me a hotel in, uh, Gainesville, Florida. Gainesville, Florida is not close to Jacksonville. <laughs> it's about an hour and a half drive. How am I going to get there? I decided not to rent the car this time. So I decide, hmm, maybe I'll just stay in the lobby of this extended stay America. Cause this guy has literally given me the like, hostess of the extended stay America that I went to said, Hey, why don't you just spend the night here? It's fine. I'm here until six in the morning. I'm the only one on duty. And I'm like, okay. And he let me stay in the break room of the extended stay America. That was very nice. Very nice of the guy. Got me a pillow, got me a blanket, no room. So I'm realizing now like, if I stay here, it's going to ruin the entire trip because what am I supposed to do from 6 in the morning till the UFC show at night? Yeah. So I said, thank you. I found this hotel in, Saint, uh, in Gainesville, Florida. So I get, I'm on the phone with Expedia while I'm doing this and I contact a Lyft. This Lyft driver, I mean, to be fair, every other Lyft driver decided that they were not going on a 100-mile drive across... Which is fair. Oh, 100% fair. (laughs) I would not do it to this day. I don't know how this guy... That doesn't matter. So, um, (laughs) you know how much it costs, by the way? Uh, Let me see. I'm going to go 100 miles. Yeah, roughly 100 miles. 300-something dollars? Oh, no, no. Round trip? Yeah. Oh, round trip was $300, yeah. So, 150 each way. All right. So, 100 miles, that's really not that bad. Ain't bad, right? And I guess Florida maybe cheaper. Yeah. So, I'm on Xphonix with Expedia. A Lyft driver finally picks me up. I get into the car. I'm like venting to the Expedia guy. And I hang up after I had said my piece. They gave me a little bit of a refund. Yada, yada, yada. The guy who's driving me goes, That sounded like an intense phone call. And I go, yeah, that really was. And I go, anyway, um, it's late at night. I'm not really in the mood to talk. Like I almost told him that. And that didn't work because this guy, I don't know if my life was in danger. I don't know if maybe at the end of the story, you'll tell me. So we're almost there. I was just looking. (laughs) Yeah. So 
you tell me at the end of the story if my life was in danger because it could have very well been. Lyft thought my life was in danger multiple times. <laughs> so I'm a half hour into the ride by the time the guy already starts talking to me because I was on the phone with Expedia for the first half hour. So I'm noticing that we're not going on any highways. And Florida has highways. It's not like... Yeah, 100 it, miles, you shouldn't be on a highway. Correct. So we're going into like the backwoods of Florida. And I'm like looking around and I'm like, what the hell's going on here? I don't understand. And then I start talking to the guy. And the first thing he asks me is, you like Weezer? And I'm like, I don't, but I don't think I should say I don't. Um, so I go, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a big fan of Weezer. He goes, what's your favorite song? And I go, fuck, I can't think of a song right now yeah. of all the times. And I'm like, think of something fast, think of something fast. Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills. And at this point, I don't realize I'm in danger. I'm just trying to pretty much defend myself or protect myself because I'm noticing that we're not on a highway. And I'm like, if I'm in danger, I better not disagree with this guy at all. So he pauses and he goes, good choice. And he puts it on. And I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And I go, we're not on like any of the main roads, you know? And he goes, I know. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. So I'm just like looking at the window. It's desolate. It's dark. It's 2.30 in the morning, maybe even later. And I'm like, oh God, oh God, oh God. And I'm texting my friend Lewis at the time. And I go, yo, I don't don't know where I am right now. (laughs) Like, can you track my location? And he goes, yeah, 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 it's okay. And he goes, you're in like some like... I don't remember the area, but it was like this desolate area of Florida, uh, not off the beaten path or off the beaten path, not on the same road as I could be taking. He saw that there was like a highway that would have taken me. And Lyft also noticed that I was not on the highway because they sent me a message asking me, do you feel like you're in danger now? And I said, no, (laughs) absolutely not. So... Um, 20 minutes pass and now the guy's talking to me even though I said I don't want to I don't want to really speak in the beginning but I'm not going to say I don't want to talk because the strangest questions kept getting asked he goes you like church? I go yeah I grew up Catholic I'm a religious guy he goes good I go okay and he stops the car about half hour 45 minutes into the drive uh, past um, whatever and he goes I gotta make a stop he goes I gotta pee and I go okay so he stops and he goes to pee and I'm like now like trying to call somebody I'm like yo I don't know if I'm in danger and I'm like looking for an escape route yeah. and it's the woods and I'm like oh god Like, where, where am I supposed to go am I supposed to just run into the woods right now and just hope that I like survive this guy because it got kept getting stranger and stranger to questions that I was ask, being asked. He was like, you're, who'd you vote for in the last election? Who who do you love? And I'm like, my family? He goes, yeah, but really, who do you love? And I'm like, my friends? No, but really, who do you love? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. Like, a lot of people. And he goes, how about God? And I'm like, yeah, I love God. And he goes, good. <laughs> And so I go, oh boy, <laughs> either I'm being taken to some type of compound. Or I'm not, I don't think I'm making it to the hotel. <laughs> 
Uh, so he gets back into the car, and I'm thinking like he has like a hatchet or something to attack me with, and he doesn't. Thank God, he just gets in and keeps driving. He goes, "You want this? You like this car?" I go, "Yeah, it's cool." You want it? I go, "Oh, I'm from New York, man. I." wouldn't be able to drive back up. He goes, I'll take it with you. I'll, I'll take it with me. I'll drive up. And I go, no, it's okay. He goes, no, really. I'm getting rid of all my worldly possessions. And I go, oh, that's how I, I don't know how I reacted, but I must not have had a great reaction. So he goes, I'm going to be a monk. And I go, <laughs> terrible idea to laugh. Yeah. He goes, why are you laughing? And I go, oh, I just never met a monk before. He goes, you haven't. And I go, well, I never met somebody who wanted to be a monk. And he says, I'm going to be a monk. And I'm like, okay, okay, no problem. So he keeps talking about monk life in the entire 45 minutes left of that drive. And I go, that's really cool, man. That's really cool. And he is asking me strange questions again, like, When's your birthday? Uh, June 7th. Mine's not June 7th. Okay, cool. Did you like the movie Gone with the Wind? No, I never saw it. He goes, it's an oldie, but it's a classic. And I go, okay. <laughs> I had no idea how to react. So I go, I'll see it when I get home. He goes, maybe you should Google it now. I go, but I know what it's about. I go, I can't find it on like Amazon Prime or whatever. And he goes, all right, all right. So uh, where, where, where are you off to? I go, I'm here for the UFC. That's fighting. That ain't, that ain't Christian to fight. And I'm like, oh, yeah, but like I just like the sport. And he goes, you sound like you're a heathen. And I go, no, really, I'm not a heathen. And he goes, it sounds like you are. And I go, I thought we were having a nice conversation. And he goes, I almost feel like his victim. <laughs> yeah. I go, I thought we were having a nice conversation. I thought we were having fun. He goes, no. And I said, okay. So he keeps ranting about politics, God, religion, how his sister, um, convinced him to be somebody who was going to go into religion because she was a hardcore drug addict and had saved herself or he claimed that Jesus helped save her and whatever. Um, and whatever you believe is fine. I'm Catholic. I think you're also Catholic, right? Mm -hmm. Um, it's a Staten Island thing, yeah. right? <laughs> really? I feel like everybody on Staten Island is Catholic. Um, but he definitely had some strange beliefs and we, are now getting along towards the end and this entire time Lyft is trying to message me but I'm like how do I tell Lyft I'm in danger right now because I'm in this guy's car what am I supposed to do a barrel roll out of the car and be like hey I'm I'm surviving this took me a whole class period to discuss <laughs> by the way I don't know why we waited until the end to tell the story yeah. um, long story so uh, let's wrap it up then and just say that we get to the hotel. We started getting along just fine towards the end because um, I was just humoring the fella. And I get out of the car, and he gets out of the car too. I actually made it to the hotel. Not sure how. And he comes over to me. 
arms open wide. And he goes, and I'm walking away. I'm pretending like I don't notice. I'm, I'm taking my bag. Mm-hmm. And he goes, aren't you going to say goodbye? And I go, goodbye, man. Thank you. And it was a nice conversation. He goes, yeah. come on. And I'm just, <laughs> for people not watching, I'm doing like the hugging hand gesture. And I'm like, ah, man, I'm not much of a hugger. <laughs> and I run into the hotel. And he's staring at me. And the concierge at the hotel looks outside and is like, do you know that guy? I go, that's my Lyft driver. It's 4.30 in the morning, I believe. So I had the times a little bit off. It's 4.30 in the morning. I just want to go to bed. And she goes, he looks like he's like staring at you. And I go, oh, he was the creepiest guy I've ever met in my entire life. <laughs> it's a monk. And she goes, you met a monk? I go, oh, well, not yet. <laughs> he's not a monk yet. <laughs> he will be. <laughs> he will be. <laughs> And um, I go straight to my hotel room and she goes, do you need me to call anybody? I go, I hope not. <laughs> and I went right to my hotel room. To this day, the guy's probably still outside of that hotel staring. Still waiting for you. Still waiting, still staring, waiting to give me his car. Um, anyway, um, those are our five favorite travel stories. Yeah, a lot of good memories. And more, to, more to be made in More the to be made. I can't wait. Where are we going? I don't know yet, actually. Uh, uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. Oh, yeah. <laughs> March something. Sting's final match. Sting's final match. Uh, he looks like he's about to pass out. So <laughs> um, we don't want that to happen. Are you dehydrated? No, I'm, oh. I'm okay. Okay, good. I'm all right. Anyway, uh, this has been our travel episode. There's no part two for this one. We did no. enough. Yeah. We did enough for you people. <laughs> um, follow our socials. Follow at the Classroads. Follow at Team Laeta. By now, he probably has posted something. I don't know. Probably. probably. I will, I will. I'll post something. Yeah, he's going to post something. Um, it's probably him um, punching things and then flexing. Probably. Probably. <laughs> it's a, it's a entertaining enough, yeah, right, for the people? It's good enough. It's fine. It's good for the people. Um, anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for your support. We appreciate you. We'll come out with merch soon. Yes, yeah, soon. And, and uh, you've just crossed the classroads. Goodbye. Ah!